Thanks for listening to Pick Your Battles. I'm Kayla. And I'm Dana. And today we have Bethel. Yay! One of our best. Thanks for being here, back. Yeah, happy to be here. Tell the uh, podcast world about your fam and your kiddos. So I have a two and four-year-old that you guys have heard about. Um, Carson's four, Ellie's two. Um, I started school when Ellie was two months old and Carson was two. So I was kind of already in the thick of things when I got started. And then my husband is Ty, who is so supportive and great. And he's how I know all of you guys. So So here we are. (laughs) And let's just be clear when she says school. And started school, you more like went back to. Never stopped. Yeah. Going to school. She's getting her. Yeah. So. Go ahead. You explain it. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm in, I'm in grad school at Michigan State. Um, I'm studying to be a nurse anesthetist. So it's a three-year full-time program. So I've been back to school or I went to school for biology. I went back to school for nursing and now I'm completing a doctorate program. And when you went back to school for nursing, did you have Carson at that point? No, no, mm-hmm. that was pre-Carson, but then you. That was pre-Carson. But then you went back yeah. the third time when Ellie was just two months old. Two months old. Yeah, oh I gosh. was very lucky that the first year of my program was all didactic. So I only had to be on campus one day a week. Okay. And for so those of us who, hang on, for those of us who have no fucking clue what that word means, could you explain what didactic <laughs> means? <laughs> it means basically just all classroom stuff. Okay. So okay. Tests. I it would be like two in-person classes and two online classes for a year and then progressively I had to go to campus more but that first year made it a lot easier to be able to breastfeed her and pump and do all the pain in the butt stuff that comes with having a little baby yeah talking about all the pain in the butt in the butt stuff that comes with having a little baby how did you juggle that hormonally like I don't even know when Alice was two months, if I could like function through a day and you're like, Hey, I'm going to learn some new shit on top of that. (laughs) Oh my God. I mean, luckily I knew like when I was applying to school, I was very newly, like when I interviewed for school, I was very newly pregnant. Like I was sitting there, luckily the interview was over zoom. I was sitting there with my pants open because I was bloated. I had my <gasps> crackers off to the side of the computer and like my water there because I felt so sick. Oh no. So I like <laughs> I put my game face on. I was smiling. I was sucking up. I was doing everything I needed to do. So I mean, I I had like nine months to prep for what I was gonna do. So I think that helped with the hormones. Yeah. Um, and still being able to be around and be home and be present. Like we put her in daycare when she was four months old. So I only had to do two months of it with her home. Okay. So that made it a lot easier to be like, okay, eight to five, I have to get all of my studying done. So then I can be present and be a mom and not have to worry about it for the first chunk. Yeah. Mm. Yikes. And, and it's one thing, and you guys know having two kids, but it's one thing when you're balancing maybe going back to school and one kid Mm -hmm. but then you have a toddler Mm -hmm. and a newborn Mm -hmm. and this like very intense program so that's insane yeah I can't I I literally can't wrap my brain around that right now (laughs) (laughs) and 
and just to give some like insight to who Becca is as a person, she's like that friend who's like, oh, I don't, I don't know if I'm gonna pass the test. Meanwhile, she has like a perfect 4.0, like scored 107 (laughs) percent. Yeah, right. And like doesn't have to like really study because she's super smart, but still does because it's like the right thing to do. Like Becca studies her ass off. But I feel like you don't have to. Like you do because like you have to study and like you're just double. Like you're such a good student that you do study yeah but i would bet that you probably don't need to study as much as you do Uh, i don't know i feel like (laughs) i think you're humble about it (laughs) i am a very good test taker so very thankful for that Mm -hmm. um but this studying there's so much anxiety in this program because one Mm -hmm. of the hardest parts is going to clinical and meeting somebody new every day they have different expectations they want to do things differently than the person did before so you always kind of have to be at your best game to be successful. So that's the most stressful part. So that's why I study so much. So then I'm prepared. Like some days I'll have somebody that I've met before and I know that they're really laid back and they're not going to be quizzing me like crazy. But sometimes I just have no idea what I'm walking into. Mm. Yeah. And that's, that's a good point. Cool. So yeah. what drove you to go back to school for the third time? So I decided what did you say for the third time oh for the third time um so I have always been very ambitious um went back to school for nursing loved being in the I worked first in the emergency department for a few years and that's when I was like man I could probably do something more than this I love it but I don't know there's a lot of thinking but I just kind of wanted more so I was sitting in the trauma bay once with one of my good friends who's also in CRNA school right now and we were like, what the heck are we going to do? And we like looked at all the options. CRNA school is the best. And we were like, okay, we'll do it. We're I moved up to the ICU and now I'm on track for a job that will be my, this will, this will be what I will do. But before, before, um, even you had Carson, you were on like the pre-med track. Like you were going to go to, to med school and like did the whole thing, like, took the MCAT, like did all of the med school stuff and was like, eh, maybe not. Yeah. I was like, that was, that was like an option. Like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Once I uh, got to the point of starting to apply to schools, I was like, I'm kind of old. I don't think I want to go back to med school for four years and then do a minimum three year, most likely four or five year residency for something else. And then not be done with my educational stuff till I'm like 40 yeah yeah so that's why i decided to do this way this is much better three years full time time flies i'm not going to be doing anything fun with two little kids anyway so you get all the suffering done at once there you go wait <laughs> <laughs> <Employed> again <laughs> that's awesome oh that's funny and then what will life look like for you once you are done and you are in that forever job I like am... with your kids I am hoping one of the jobs that I'm considering right now allows for self-scheduling. Oh. So I will be able to set my schedule to be able to be there and be more present with the kids because one thing that is really nice about being a CRNA is the work-life balance. Mm-hmm. So I'll be able to be there for my kids' stuff. And if this job doesn't work out, the job market is crazy right now. So I'll be able to find something that fits a little bit better and 
I just want to be able to be there for my kids growing up, you know? Yeah. Like the soccer yeah. games. Yeah. And our kids do stuff together. You know how, how much fun and important it is, I think, for all of our kids to be hanging yeah. out. Yeah, for sure. Watching them grow up together is fun. But I think it's important, though, too, to have that also that balance of this is really important to you mm -hmm. to feel fulfilled. Yeah. So you can check that box. And it's also really important to show like Carson and Ellie, like just because you're done with high school or just because you're done with college or your master's or whatever, doesn't mean you have to keep stopping. Yeah. If you want more, go get more. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so I think that's, that's really, really great. And that's a very good example to set. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think it's really neat with my nieces and nephews and like your kids, we all do such different things that they have so many different role models to look up to and aspire to and be like, oh, I'm kind of interested in nursing. I'll go talk to Aunt Beck. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, social media stuff. Marketing. That's cool. I'll go talk to Aunt Dana. Yeah. Kayla works on PC. Like there's so many great options. Aunt Liz <laughs> is a hairdresser. <laughs> yeah. My brother's a farmer. My sister is a quality engineer at Amway. Like, there are so many different options that they will see all the time. Yeah. So they don't ever have to feel like pigeonholed. I went back to school a bunch of times, but not everybody has to do that. Like, right. you could just For go sure. be happy at a farm or whatever. Yeah. How has Ty, I mean, we all know that, like, we love Ty. Ty is an absolute gem. Ty is, like, a trophy dad. <laughs> He's so he patient. <laughs> Yeah. And he cooks and like, I don't know. Sometimes I see Ty and I'm like, man, jackpot. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was just texting my mom about that this morning because we are figuring out things. So Carson has a speech delay. So he is an IEP kid. We're mm -hmm. trying to figure out preschool and all of that because Ty still works full time while I'm in full time school. So it's not easy. We have a great support system here. My dad, my mom, my in-laws, like everybody is in to help us. Mm -hmm. And my mom was just like, it's so great that Ty pulls such a big load for you guys. He's always cooking and cleaning. Yeah. And I'm like, well, yeah, I really did luck out because I didn't marry him because I knew he'd be such a great supportive dad. I truly did just luck out. Everybody <laughs> knows he's a great guy, but great guys can be lazy at home too. So totally. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, but what has what has he like helped with the most as far as like supporting you and then supporting like the dad parenting role? As Kayla said, he cooks every meal for us. Like we sit down, we meal plan and he makes whatever I want. If he's going to be gone for a week, I have like a pot of soup and a pan of lasagna in the fridge. So I just have to microwave all my meals. So that's really great. <laughs> Nice. And then the other thing is his flexibility because two kids in daycare, they're sick. They're home. Like, yeah. it's a pain. I can't just say, hey, sorry, I got to leave class. It's just, it's not an option. So his job, he can work from home a few days a week. He can be in the office, but his bosses really trust him. So he can do whatever he wants as long as he gets his work done, basically. Yeah. So his flexibility in knowing that somebody will be home and be there for the kids I think has been the biggest help for school. Yeah. It's like that added extra stress reliever, not mm -hmm. having to worry about that. Because mm -hmm. things like that pop up all the time at the most inconvenient Absolutely. times. <laughs> yeah. No it sure. always is. 
Yeah. We're uh, trying Maverick. My nephew has hand, foot, mouth right now. So we're no. trying. Yeah. So we're like, stay away from us. So that's one of those that they're home for like a freaking week. <sighs> and there's nothing you can do. And nobody wants to watch your kids because it's so contagious. Yep. Oh my gosh. That's like the worst. Mm -hmm. Does Alyssa's <laughs> foo-foo doctor have any remedies for it? <laughs> I think she went to her actual pediatrician for this. Oh, okay. <laughs> here's a crystal and here's some <laughs> peacock milk to rub on it. <laughs> Oy vey. What is your advice for other moms dads who are like I'd really like to go back to school or I'd really like to change jobs or whatever that would allow them to like sort of take a little bit of a priority what would your advice be I mean I feel like a lot of the excuse for people going back to school is like I said earlier oh I'd be so old yeah. or whatever it's like you're gonna get old anyway um and don't be afraid to put yourself first for something like this you know I wouldn't have been happy working bedside nursing forever. Like I could see myself burning out. Like that's so common right now in healthcare. Um, but it's okay to put yourself first and go for your goals. So then you're just a happier person overall. Like right now, let's be clear. I'm stressed. I'm <laughs> suffering, but I'm succeeding and it's great. Yeah. But like, don't be afraid to do hard things. Like it's, I don't know. I I take a lot of pride in how I'm not afraid to kind of face down challenges like this. Um, a lot of my classmates are the same thing. I could never do this with kids. That would be so hard. Like, how do you balance it all? And it's, if you want something, you'll make it work. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, time management is always spot on because if I don't do it now, will I, will the kids be home from daycare tomorrow? Will something else happen? Will my mom call? So that helps. Yeah. So kids actually help me with that part. Um, <laughs> but for moms and dads that want to go back to school or change their life, why not? Yeah. Why do you have to yeah. lose? Yeah. You hate it, you stop. Yeah. You, like it, you keep going. <laughs> yeah. That's true. And I mean, there is also like, we shouldn't forget to say that there is like a financial aspect to it. Mm -hmm. Like oh. if you're used to going, you know, living your life with two incomes, you know, whatever, and then going down to one income right. and then also like losing money essentially and paying for this schooling, like that's something that needs to be right. addressed and like talked about also and yeah. make sure that that's not going to be later an added shit oh, Absolutely. Yeah. And like I said, yeah. my support system, could I have done this without my support system? I don't think so. Not with two kids. Like mm -hmm. I have to be at clinical usually between six and six 30 in the morning. They send me somewhere different every month or two. So like this month I'm at Sparrow next month, I'm at Bronson in June. I'm at Owasso, which is like an hour and 10 minutes away from my, my house. So that's like right on the edge of staying somewhere else, but I'll probably just try to drive it. And I have to be there at 6 or 6.30 in the morning. So I'm leaving the house at, I don't know, late. It's like 5.15. But for the for Owasso, I'll probably have to leave the house at quarter to five every day to get there and then come home. And Oh, my gosh. 
<laughs> and then you guys know how kids they hop on your they hop on you when you're vulnerable so I come home and I'm tired and it's like mommy 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 juice pasta milk this that draw a barn like all of these things and I'm sitting there draw like, a barn <laughs> like God. deep breathing you can do this don't freak out you're just tired they're going to bed in an hour <laughs> you know? oh yeah that's that's I can't imagine like you literally start your day at you know quarter to five and then you come home and you realize okay I have an hour to be present with my kids but I am so goddamn tired yeah like uh I'm tired I have to do laundry I have to get everything ready for the next day and I'm still at the stage where I have to do management plans before every day okay. so then I'll have to go through and I'll have to look at my patients the night before write down everything, make sure that I have a plan. So then if somebody's like, oh, they have coronary artery disease, what are you going to avoid? What are you going to do for that? I'm not just sitting there like staring at them. Yeah. Kind of thing. Wow. That's insane. You are superhuman. I know. Jeez. Here I am bitching about not getting the laundry done. (laughs) She's saving lives, Dan. (laughs) But it's all relative though, right? Like, I mean... Mm -hmm that stresses me out too. Like we both know we are not going to become a doctor of nursing and anesthesia. First of all, how dare you? I'm sorry. Are you (laughs) going to apply to be a CRNA? Maybe Becca inspired me. (laughs) I might. (laughs) Okay. No, I'm not going to, I guess. (laughs) Like, you know, it's just, you just, just whatever is, it's just all relative. Yes, it's all relative. Everything's hard for everybody. Everything like, is hard. Yeah. You look at Atlas and him not sleeping, and you're still trying to work. And you also have May, who's a lot younger than Carson was when Ellie came around. So she has all of those needs still. Like having kids just plain isn't easy. Like, yeah. Every so often, after rough days, Ty and I will look at each other and we'll be like, wow, kids are just the easiest thing for anybody I don't know why anybody ever complains like yesterday Carson had a rough day at daycare we're trying to find him a new one Mm. we're running around and then they come home and everybody's crying and fighting over the same book and we're just looking at each other like remember when we really wanted these things (laughs) (laughs) here we are living that dream life and if people said it's easy they're lying that's right good for you for Putting yourself first, mm-hmm. doing what you want to do, reaching your goals. Thanks. Yeah. You're awesome. Yeah. We're proud of you. We're proud of you. Hey, thanks. I'm happy to know you guys too in your fun podcast. Thursdays when I'm walking the dogs, I throw you guys in. Yeah. We got to stop talking shit about Beck on the podcast then. It was just the one time about the potty training <laughs> chart. <laughs> <laughs> there was that. There was the one when <laughs> like you said, you're this talking about... Him. Like disciplining other people's kids. And then you brought us up and I was like, oh, shoot, what did you do to Wyatt? I don't even remember. Oh, no, because Wyatt like pushed Ellie and Ty like jumped on him. And I was like, yes, Ty, yeah. don't you like push your daughter around? <laughs> I was like team Ty. I mean, when are we not team Ty? Let's right, be honest. Let's but be honest. yeah, so no, that was, yes. You're just like a part of our lives. So we just have to talk about it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get offended. You can say whatever you know that yes this is true. <laughs> mm-hmm. well cool well thanks for being on we appreciate it yeah, happy happy to talk to you guys whenever Yay. sweet sound good tell everyone to listen 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. Post it on your social media, Beth. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. yeah. For all of my followers. Yeah, right. for sure. You're going to be like, wait, alive? <laughs> She's on this social media. <laughs> she has kids. <laughs> so funny. Oh, all right. Well, we will talk to you soon. All right. See ya. Bye. Bye. Beck is a perfect example of putting yourself first sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good I for know. her. Good for her. I do kind of want to go back to school, obviously not for anything medical, but, but I don't know, like for what, and like, would it be worth it? Yeah. But like my company pays for it. So it's like, why wouldn't I? That's huge too. I know. Like if you work for a company that pays for it, yeah. What do you have to lose? Yeah. That's cool. So I might look into it. Yeah. I just do enjoy school. Do you? Yeah. Good for you. I still am like, I'm fucking done with school. <laughs> I'm never going back. <laughs> like I would go sit in like science lectures in between classes. Really? At Grand Valley and just like sit and just like listen. Because I was like, I don't need to be tested on this shit. So I think I found it more interesting because yeah. I wasn't like being held accountable for knowing the information. Yeah. And then I remember people being like, what'd you get on the test? I'm like, oh, I'm not in this class. They're like, wait, what? And like, I'm just here. I just am. I'm going to get lunch at about noon. <gasps> People are like, are you a fucking weirdo or what? The answer I'm like, is yes. Hmm. So, for you. But I think it's like different when you're not being like tested on it. Totally. And you're like, no, that's interesting. In one ear, out the other. Or re- you retain it. Yeah. But, and then it's a fun fact that you know. Right. Good for you. Don't ask me what any fun facts were because I don't remember any. Okay. Because now I think it's just common knowledge. Right. But anyways. um, Okay. Well. Just remember that it's okay to pick your battles. And it's okay if you pick the wrong one. <laughs>